Welcome to the Vital Dome Podcast for Wednesday, November 20th. S&P futures are trading down about 10 points. Europe is off about 75 basis points and Asia traded lower pretty much across the board. So a few items in focus today and the tenor of news I would say is definitely on the cautious side this morning. Uh, so the U.S. Senate passed two pieces of legislation last night that are uh, aimed at supporting the pro-democracy movement in Hong Kong. So this move, this was very much expected. It's been in the press for the last several days. Um, a bunch of prominent senators have been talking about it. So it shouldn't be a complete shock. I guess the fact it passed unanimously suggests that to the extent Trump decides to veto it, um, there's enough support to override that veto and get it um, get it into law. So um, China, you know, made its its displeasure known again with regards to this legislation. It urged Washington not to make it law. It's still largely symbolic in that it requires the State Department to certify annually whether or not Hong Kong is sufficiently independent from China to deserve special trade treatment. Um, so the fact that it, it's placing the authority in the State Department um, essentially kind of makes the final word with Trump, um, but it still is obviously um, a negative in terms of the relationship. I don't think it implodes the phase one negotiations, it, but it obviously doesn't help. So the other big piece of news um, is around phase one, and there were conflicting articles out. So recall Bloomberg had an article around midday on Tuesday talking about how the tariff rollback under phase one may wind up being larger than anticipated. Reuters had an article out Tuesday night that largely echoed that, just saying how um, China continues to demand a substantial rollback of tariffs, and this is being considered in the White House. Um, they are considering in the White House whether or not to make to ask for larger concessions from China. Unclear what those concessions would be. Unclear if China actually would agree to them. Um so those two articles definitely have a positive or have positive implications in that they suggest the tariff rollback could be bigger than expected. The Journal dropped an article around 6.30 last night um, talking about how the talks are at risk of hitting an impasse, um, given how the two sides are still lacking um, at the, the two sides still have not reached a consensus on some critical issues. So conflicting news, the Journal impasse article and the Hong Kong legislation, I think, are definitely very much in focus, which is why you're seeing the red price action everywhere. Um, but obviously, Bloomberg and Reuters uh, are, are a little bit more positive. I still think you're going to see a phase one agreement. I just and I and I really base that exclusively on politics. I just don't see how Trump can go into next year, run for re-election with the October 15th tariffs in place, the December 15th tariffs in place, and having all the prior tariffs still being in place into next year. I think that would just be an enormous overhang on the economy. It would hurt him politically in some key states. Um, and if you go back to that October 11th press conference in the Oval Office where he had the Chinese vice premier with him, he certainly does seem to be spinning this whole phase one agreement as much larger than it actually is on paper, suggesting that he is looking for a political exit ramp from this trade war, um, at least to avoid further escalation. And that's, and that's still kind of my view on this, um, which is why I feel you're going to get a phase one agreement. I think um, you know, like I've been saying for a while, you're going to get some positive trade developments with this auto tariff decision, either deferred or if you believe what Reuters said yesterday, um, completely off the table and that the legal authority has now lapsed. Um, you're going to get you, you know some Huawei clarity. Um, and then USMA is, is still a little bit up in the air, but that's also the least important. So I do believe you're still going to see these trade catalysts. My whole point has been expectations are already very, very high. I don't think you're going to see a, a, a larger rollback necessarily than anticipated. I think you can get to September 1st tariffs taken off, and then perhaps there's some type of a framework or a roadmap laid out whereby if China hits certain milestones, there could be further tariff relief. But I just don't think you're going to see 
all of them taken off in one fell swoop um, under phase one. So I still continue to view that ex given expectations are very elevated, given valuations are also very elevated, and given the fact that I don't think you're going to see these trade resolutions really lead to an inflection in growth or an inflection in earnings. Um, for all those reasons, you know, I still don't think the risk reward is very compelling at these levels. Um, so that's kind of the big, broader macro setup for this morning. Like I said, the, those conflicting phase one articles and then the Hong Kong legislation. A couple other items, nothing super incremental on the eco data front. Um, China did lower rates again today. So they lowered rates again on Monday. They lowered their seven-day reverse repo rate. They lowered their one-year and five-year loan prime rates um, overnight. This was widely expected. A lot of the reports um, has suggested for a while that they're going to be lowering these rates. And again, I think it just goes to show that China is adopting incremental actions at the margin to help stabilize growth without unleashing another wave of credit expansion as they attempt to keep, um, as they attempt obviously to rein in credit risks. Um, so the, you know, the rate cuts have been very mild. They're only five basis points today. Um, and they're mild on Monday as well. So I don't, I don't think that is really substantial news or anything that's super positive. Um, the oil price action has definitely been underperforming. Uh, has definitely been underwhelming. Oil has has badly lagged stocks. Um, I sent around something in the. Um, I sent around something yesterday. I posted on the website and then I included it again in today's Vital Dawn. Um, just talking about all the issues why oil is trading so poorly. And you also had a report again about how Russia is not keen to deepen the existing OPEC production cuts. They could agree to another expansion. So the current production agreement is due to expire at the end of Q1 next year. Russia may agree to extend that, but they're not going to deepen those cuts. And I think you'd have to see a deepening of those cuts to really kind of help stabilize crude. And that's just one reason why um, you're seeing the price action be as poor as it is. So just looking on today's calendar, obviously, I would imagine there'll be some more trade headlines, unexpected trade headlines, um, as investors kind of still search for clarity about what is the status of phase one? When could we finally see an agreement? Are we going to see an agreement, et cetera? Um, as far as scheduled news is concerned, you have two more retailer earnings. So Lowe's is going to hit at 6 a.m. Target will hit at 6.30 a.m. Obviously, retail is very much in focus after a very uh, mixed set of reports yesterday with um, Home Depot disappointing, although largely for kind of company-specific one-time reasons. And then Kohl's also very badly disappointing. Um, so investors will be looking at today's retailers. If Home Depot very much, if Home Depot was company-specific, as management alluded to, then Lowe's should be okay today. Um, and then if you go back to Walmart last week, they were decent in term, you know, as far as their earnings with inline US comps um, and, and uh, some tax driven earnings upside. So if and Target will be looking to see, um, obviously, to confirm if retail is as weak as Cole suggested yesterday or if it's more in line with what Walmart suggested. Um, Trump and Tim Cook are going to be touring an Apple facility in Texas. So I'd imagine that there will be media involved in that. And I'd imagine that Trump will. Um, hold some probably impromptu press events. So he'll probably remark on trade matters. That's definitely something to keep an eye out on. Uh, the Fed minutes will hit at two o'clock. I think the Fed is largely irrelevant right now. They're very, very clear about being a whole for the foreseeable future. Um, and then we have the next Democratic debate tonight. So that is it for uh, Wednesday's Vital Dawn podcast. Thank you everyone for listening.